Kelly Tefano, welcome back to the AIM Spectrum. In today's episode, we do Life's Elevator Part 3, and this is where we dive a little bit deeper into Cole's challenges that he's faced in his life, and he shares a little bit about his story. Enjoy. If we're going to delve into it, I just think because I know in the back of my mind if I have too much spare time then I can go back to the, the bad or oh, not the bad times just the uneasy times like yeah. I was just saying I was talking to you about before <clears throat> like um, I just catch I find myself being caught up in what I used to be like Yeah. and when I was going forward it shit like like just just so I like I catch my, I find myself pining for my grandfather again just that sort of shit and yep. I was saying the bros like fuck might as well put it out there now funny just um I thought I'd come good but like after all the counselling and shit like we, I think I've told you went to counselling <coughs> and shit just cause um I couldn't figure out what I was fucking playing up and I was drinking like I love I love to get on the piss and um having a fucking lear up with the boys and shit but uh Amen. I was like acting up like getting pissed to the point where I was just finding a reason that was my reason to get on the piss was I didn't have the reason at the time yeah till she till I went to this counsellor and we'd actually found we found the problem yeah so before that did you like what what brought it to your attention that was that the point where you it was brought to your attention that the drinking was doing something or, or yeah like I was I was finding excuses to drink well, that, I was finding that the way I was feeling was like, oh, I need to I need to get on the piss, I need to get fucked up. Yeah. To try and cover it and try to mask it and say, Oh there's a reason, there's an underlying reason, but I was trying to cover it with piss or alcohol or whatever. And I was just playing up, acting up, just being a fool, being a wanker, like people would have seen me. I'm I don't give a fuck anymore. But I would have been absolute fucking cocksucking cunt. Yeah. But it was just I was just trying to cover it up instead of fucking letting it come to the surface and then figure out what the problem was and then I just there's just one time where I hit there and it was like I had a big fucking lear up and I was just I think I was talking to my mum bro and then she I just started fucking bawling my eyes and shit and she's like what's the matter with you and then she said it and I just said oh I fucking I miss him and I was like she's like well who so I pops and then straight away I was like fuck and just like that so I um I bit the bullet and I um took myself up and I took myself to counselling just to this was a few this was a few years ago. I think fuck. I think I'd only just met Simone, I think. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so I took myself and I thought fuck and that was that was that was harder that was the hardest part in itself, but it was actually admitting fuck, you need help, we need to do something. So I got myself up and I Tell us about that point, bro. Is, is so once you realised, or once you were open to something like that, like did you go to your doctor I, first, or who, who who did you go to first? Was it? I wasn't even open to it. Oh. I just knew if I didn't do anything, I'd just get worse and worse, and I'd either hurt someone through my drinking. Yeah. Well, I could be driving, or I used to drink and drive too. Could do it that way or end up hurting myself by crashing or whatever, doing something stupid, you know? And I was thinking, well, fuck. And it was probably the clearest I'd been. I was like, fuck, cunt, you being a dick. Look what you're doing. 
Hey, you hurt, you misses you. Well, not hurting physically, just not coming home, drinking pistol oil, it was a fucking Sunday, pushing into Monday. Work, turning up, fucking hungover, just being a cunt, that sort of shit, and then... It was, uh, um... The most unlikely person, bro, who I went and talked to, she was an old school counsellor at high school, bro. Oh, true. Yeah, bro, just run into her randomly, and she was still doing a little bit of that sort of bizzo, so I just said, oh, fuck, I wouldn't mind just coming over chat. So I fucking booked myself in there, and she was like, no, no, just come in, there's no sort of book, you just turn up, and if you come through, you come through, I'm not here to fucking tell you when, and you want to come, just come when you're ready. Yeah. So I went there and she goes, oh, so what do you want to talk about? I said, oh, I don't know, I just need to talk about something. I guess I need something to get off my chest, but I don't know what it was. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she was just asking me shit like triggers and stuff like that. I said, oh, just drinking, acting a fool, getting aggressive to people, not just my family and stuff, just other people on the person, just in general, just being a, just a negative cunt. I nearly finished, I nearly quit rugby because of that too. True. I didn't. I wasn't turning up the trainings and shit, and that's how bad it was getting. So I was talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, so she was asking me a few questions like, um, have you tried to harm yourself?" I said, "No, nah, no, nah, haven't done that." She says, "Oh, yeah, sweet." So she asked me a few things like, "Oh, have you lost anyone recently?" And fuck, bro. As soon as that, I said, "Oh, I go, yeah, anyone important?" I said, "Oh, yeah, he's fucking, he's, he's up there. He's fucking pretty much." Taught yeah. me who I am, or I wanted to be him. So um, she goes, "Oh, who's that?" She goes, "Oh, I was like Makuro." She goes, "Fucking!" I just started to weep a little bit. She's like, "Oh, what did he mean to you?" I said, "Oh, fuck, he was everything." And then um, she goes, "Oh, so did you mourn properly?" And this is this is uh, this is that age old <clears throat> don't cry, gonna be tough. Fuck, I didn't bat an eyelid when we buried him or when he was at the marae. Yeah. Just fucking, um, just, oh, too tough, gotta be tough. Yeah. Didn't cry, boom, acting up. A few years later, I come in, oh, fuck, I was being an idiot. Just being a stupid cunt to everybody, even my friends. So I got to that point, and then, fuck, she goes, oh, so I think you haven't grieved probably if you're too tough, just let it go, and fuck, two hours, bro, I sat there crying. Yeah. And just it all come out, bro, and I was like, fuck, in hell. Yeah. Felt so much better after it, though. So I was with about six months, so I just skipped in here. Yeah. Just going in there and making sure I was <clears throat> just venting and shit. Did you find it, what, what was the experience like, I guess, was was it sort of... Hardest thing I've ever done, bro. As a grown, fully grown man to go in there and admit, I've got a problem. Yeah. I know you sort of, but not well enough for you to be able to delve into my situation. Yeah. So I could actually talk to her freely and go well this is what's going on so, or, or like um, I guess judge you for you know you know that she wasn't going to judge you I guess for, exactly but like she didn't know me that well enough yeah. to be able to go well I've seen you do you know and, and I never thought I'd cry like that in front of a random person bro I was like fuck what the fuck's going on but end of the day I felt so much better bro just unloaded yeah and then I just kept going back then we're just talking she was just um just going up stuff about him and yep. what did he do why is he so good in your eyes I was fucking I was just telling you every fucking thing bro yeah yeah so to this day I still think about him I can cry just like that 
Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. No, no, it's not sad or fucked up. It's just, that's what he meant. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was saying, like, that whole, you can be a tough gun at the time, but it's going to come to head <clears throat> sooner or later, like, it's going to come up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And mine was like, when did you begin on? 2010? And that was 2012, 13? Yeah. 2012, and it come to head. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So, so sort of... Um and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's what you said before around um, you can be tough, but then it's going to pop up somewhere. You're sort of saying that helps to to um, address things as they pop oh, don't, up. Don't, 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 don't um, suppress your feelings, bro. Hmm. Like if you're feeling some sort of way yeah, and you need to get off your chest, just fucking let it go. Yeah. If you want to cry in front of your bros, cry in front of your bros. It's just one of those things. Yeah. But like, oh, I learned the hard way. I'm, I'm not saying I was... I got to that point where self-harm was sort of getting there, but I think I was lucky that I'd had the, the balls to go, yeah. all right, can't we got to get up and go, yeah. to, go to talk to somebody. I couldn't talk to my family about it. Yeah. And said I couldn't talk to my wife about it. Yeah. When I talked to her about it, and I said, oh, fuck. It was just one of those things, you know? Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll, she'll get in. She'll probably get angry, but it is what it is and it's done like for me it's been a godsend yep. you know I'd recommend counselling to anyone if you're not feeling right if you don't want to talk to anybody you know yeah just go and see somebody if you're feeling that way fuck it sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and get it done well even like sounds like you probably just um, maybe not lost but didn't know how to process it either you know like oh. so you processed it the way that you Thought was best, would that no, be right? No, process the way I was taught. Yeah. That's how the male figures in my family, ah, you were right, boy. That alpha, see, that's, uh, that's that alpha. It's old school, man, like, shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah. My dad's the biggest advocate for it. You be right, boy. Yeah. Stay hard. All good. Yeah. And I think that's... Um... But instead, it was just the alcohol that I fell to, just... Like I said, I love a good layer up with the boys and, you know, get on the person they were good fucking, you know shindig but that yeah. was going to the point where I was drinking myself blind drunk just just so I could try and escape it a little bit yeah so I could use it as an excuse to sort of you don't know what the fuck one of those ones you know what I'm fucking going through blah 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 and then everyone's like what the fuck are you on about yeah because you nobody knows you don't tell them you're not talking about it so. yeah so yeah then fuck she was great I'm not going to name names but she was awesome yeah <clears throat> does she um does she give you any any techniques or any strategies? I know that some people like having strategies and stuff like that. So um, every or is it just about talking? So I'll try every second week to go up to the cemetery oh, yeah. and just sit there, listen or chat, whatever, give a beer. And that's, if you if I'm missing for a bit, then you just find me up there. Connect with that part and disconnect, yeah, that, disconnect that, from that, the fucking world. That fills my cup, you know. <clears throat> or I just think of... um. Just all the good times at his house, like, oh, that's why I always spend so much time here. Yeah. That was, that's where we grew up as kids. Fuck, that's ace, bro. That's an ace, that's an ace strategy, bro. Like, that, that to me sounds like, you know, you're able to connect just with, yeah, that, that, that part of your life and disconnect from the rest of the world and it just, you know, feels like a shit. I want to go up there 
just like nothing else. Yeah. I'm just there, just with that moment, just in, with him. Just. Yeah. What are you? Um, or what are you? We well, can hear the stammering in my voice. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, that's the effect it has. Yeah. What is um, you know, when you think about uh, your pups, uh, are there any things that you are like you see in yourself that? Bro, hardest work ever, G. Yeah. I just wanted to be like him. Yeah. We'd go out, he'd finish work. He'd go out and um, he had the meanest veggie garden, bro. But he would sit there and just, mate. Yeah. Even on life. We'll go back to alcohol again, but I'm not saying it's always bad for alcohol. But um, he was the guy that would be, we'd have Christmas. He'd be the guy up early, put his ball up on, or put down a hangi. And he'd sit there with his crate. But still, the mahi was always done. Yeah. He could drink a crate, do a hangi, feed it up, do the clean-up, go back out, sit there, drink piss. First guy up in the morning doing breakfast. Yeah. I wanted to be that kind of mahi guy, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why I do what I do, because I just want to wanna be like him. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. And do you get those feelings when you go up, go, like... What are the strongest feelings that you get when you go and see him? Oh, gee. Straight, yeah. just tears. Yeah. yeah. I, I only ask those questions, bro, because, you know, like, personally as well, like, I don't go to my mum my mom that often, but it's just, like, when you think about a certain person, I guess, and other people get it, like, man, it's... It's like a reset for me, like, I could have a busy, I don't know, couple of weeks, and then, boom, I'll go there. Reset, body's yeah. like, like you said, fill your cup up, boom, go yeah. again. Yeah. Reset, so it's good. Instead of, like she said, embrace it instead of using it as a negative and like, a, oh, he's gone. Yeah. Think of it the other way, like, no, he's still, he's still there. Yeah. He'd be looking down on you, that sort of shit, so. Yeah. He's fucking still tough to talk about. I can, I can definitely see that, bro. But it, um, you know, it's, Obviously, it's it's a um, diff- difficult uh, conversation, but it obviously brings you a lot of happiness as well. Yo. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to be like him, bro, pretty much. He was model. Yeah. Put it plain and simple. Dad was model too, but I spent a lot of my teen years, those crucial years from like 13 through to 17, with my grandfather. We I lived with them for, well, fuck, I lived with them for ages. Yeah. I just... Best times of my life, just hanging out with him. Because he, he used to take me to rugby, buy my rugby boots. Always come to my games. That was a big thing too, like, missing him at games and stuff. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, that was hard. Because I used to go to rugby, he used to drop me off. Used to cruise in the old Hillman Hunter. Hillman <laughs> <laughs> Hunter. You know, cream, Creamy one? Nah, he had one of those turquoise blues one. Turquoise blue. All the sheepskin seats, and the because the vinyl used to get real hot. Oh. Leather, like vinyl dash and everything. Now nah, it's fucked up. Yeah, I remember we had a the blue smoke. Them. They used to call it the blue smoke. I used to cough up a bit of smoke, but that was his bro. And never went very fast, but fuck, we I just love that. Was those were those are some of the good days, just cruising with that. And after every game, even as a junior boy, finish my game, and he would never say anything. He'd just say, "I was like, what do you reckon, pops?" He had. You always knew when you played like shit. Be like, you brought boy. <laughs> Lot to work on. <laughs> Or if I played a good game, so I can be a good game boy. 
But we'd always go down to, there used to be an old, um, called the Red Rose. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, at the bottom of the question. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Used to go there and get the $2 fish and chips and a pie. The yeah. dollar pie. Any place with dollar pies, I mean them. Yeah. Used to take me there after every get rugby game. Fuck, bro. And those are the memories when I used to get on the piss. Those are the ones that I'd bring up. And those are the ones I'd miss most. But what counselling did was, is like, she put it in a positive light. Yeah. Like, you needed to remember those. Those are good times, not bad times because he's not here. Yeah, because you missed them. Because I missed <clears> them, <throat> and that's what used to trigger me. Yeah. And then I'd get in a lull or whatever. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a lull at the time. I was thinking about it. I'd be in a lull when I'd get on a piss. Yeah. Like after a rugby game or something, fuck, I would just... Yeah, and then one little trigger, just something little, I'd just think of him and fuck him. Yeah. Be away. And so, um, when you, you know, you're obviously processing or grieving uh, in a particular way, like, and does, that's it, what she does said. it, does she, it? Oh. She said you'd hadn't grieved. That was pretty much it, bro. Yeah. You didn't grieve. Like I said, you didn't cry. You didn't yeah. bat an eyelid. Obviously, you've got bent up feelings in there that you just need to, she said, plain and simple, you just need to let it out. Yeah, yeah. And but how I guess how long until you sort of realise actually I've got I've got control of this again like how long was it until you you know yourself personally felt like you were back in control of I think life. once I had admitted to myself that I had sort of grieved I had seen everything more positively his his passing is a positive note yeah not a, like him dying sorry get that wrong it's him passing as a positive note but everything I'd learned of him or everything I wanted to be I had to see that as a positive because he taught me that yeah so it's now it's, it's, it's your chance to take the reins now well that, and that's what she said she goes you need to make him proud by showing him that you've actually carried on what he's doing yeah and that's why you, you, you can almost see that now with your nephews with your man knowing yeah same thing and you're like oh Maybe this is, uh, you know. And even dad, well, dad's taking the same approach with him. Because like, he's dad's biggest advocate for, oh, when we were growing up, me and my brother, yeah, bro, take it off. Yeah. Nah, what are you crying for? You know? And then when, um, even I just remember, like, he didn't say it exactly, I guess. I stood at the foot of the, my grandfather and he's like, that nah, you bro. Just whack on the back and that was pretty much it, bro, you know? And I was like, oh, well, sweet, we got this. So even when we put him, carried him, put him in the ground, didn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else I thought. Like, and I've already had it, I had it sussed, I was like, yeah, I cracked it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then, yeah, like you said, sitting there two hours later with a lady you barely even know, and fucking sob stories and tears of whatever. But it yeah. can take you years to mourn, then. It doesn't, there's no length of time, it's just how you deal with it, how you approach it. It doesn't matter. It yeah, well, I'd, I'd approached it the wrong way, like, I didn't know at the time, because I thought that was the way. Yeah. For you out there listening, it's not the way. Especially trying you, to suppress it. Do you find um, that, like, do you ever, I can't think of a better word, but, like, relapse? Or, um, or how, how do you, how do you maintain you know like a good relationship with that part of you going there going to see him and just crying bro just not not pointless crying but i would just let myself just release yeah i'll just go there just release that's it yeah. and just have a yarn and i find myself talking to his grave like people must go 
or anyone that goes up to a girl and talks it's just it's, it's one of those things yeah and I'll just find myself yarning like actual yarning I'll take a six pack up there yeah you know yeah and I'll find that like that's comfort to me oh. fills my cup but it's also yeah good release yeah yeah because sometimes when she gets you down you're sort of like oh fuck I wish I wish he was here yeah. fuck he was like superman something go wrong my, my pops will fix it yeah my dad will fix it that sort of thing so but I've got to be the guy that's got to fix it I was going to say now it's uh hey bro so, so Koro was Batman and you were Robin <laughs> <laughs> I was more like uh, Batwing the, the fucking Nightwing fuck at least you weren't told um, Danny DeVito's um, character was oh, the penguin, penguin. Hey. <laughs> so yeah I'm not saying like I was the only one that felt that way but for me that's just I'd spend so much time with him yeah, nice, bro. So, but you know, understanding how to process things different, uh, differently, and you know, it just goes to show, like, like all my mum and they were like, "Oh, you know, you're strong, like your grandfather." But realistically, my mum seen me come in because she'd pick me up on the piss one night, and I was just a fucking mess. And she was like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, and I just let out a little bit. Oh, I miss him, blah blah blah, miss him. When I was fucking bored of my and she goes, "Well, you need to do something, boy." Yeah, and I was sort of like, "Fuck, fucking being a dick." Your mum has that tone the way, oh, auntie has that tone where you like, she says something, you're just like, oh, okay, I've got to do it's, it. It's not, even the, it's not even the tone, bro, it's it. the look, too. Yeah. It's the look where you know, you know you feel unwelcome or welcome, or you feel like, you know, she's got you, she's just got, I've seen many of those looks, I'm, I'm fortunate, I'm glad to be on the good side of those looks. She's probably right, <laughs> it's, it's the one when she looks through her eyebrows at the corner like that, and she goes, well, oh. Yeah, and she just said, oh, well, boy, go and, and she's, she's like, you just need to go and sort yourself, go talk to somebody. Yeah. Yo, boy, you would just mean, eh, you're right, boy. Yeah. You're right. And I'm not saying that's bad from him, but that was, and he's a product of how he was brought up, like, yeah. he was brought up tough too, so. Yeah, well, like I said, you can hear my stammering voice, but it still affects me, like, it's not, it's not hard to talk about, it's just. It's just touchy. Yeah. And uh, if I need motivation, like, I use it I use it for exercise and stuff. If I'm, like, even when we climb those dunes, bro. Yeah. Like, I just think, what, fuck, all the pups think, fuck it. Spew up. Fuck. I'm fuck, fu- you should have seen my bro on number 20, bro. Pups must have been up there kicking his ass. <laughs> Very random. One, he just, you know, and he'd be, he's one of those, like, yeah, I just, yeah. That's the bird. But those are one of those stories where, you know, your pops is your, is your rock. And that's one that of the, was, he was the benchmark, bro. That's, that, that was the alpha male for me. So that's one of those, like, for us, I mean, <coughs> you don't need to validate yourself. You know, what's your motivation, pop? Three days, you just leave it alone. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, you, you don't need to explain yourself or nothing. It's like, no, no. And it's good, it's good for me to talk about it because there may be other people that, you know, feeling the same. Yeah. feel like they shouldn't be allowed or they're not validating themselves or they feel that they don't have to cry just fucking need to go breathe for so much better yeah like I said can you make yourself cry on purpose yep couple of thoughts there boom tears yeah. holding back now finally Jesus but like yeah like I said don't suppress your feelings if you want to fucking let them out because it'll come back it's like a fucking um 
like you said, relapse, bro. It manifests itself in different different ways, eh? Yeah, well, there's, it's always going to come to head, bro. Yeah. Because you're trying to push it, you're trying to suppress it, and it just wants to get out. Yeah. So if you if you start suppressing it, you start taking it in a negative light, and that's when you start to think silly thoughts. Yeah. Not saying I shouldn't say silly because that's hard on people that you know yeah. might be out there. So just thinking that way that we you you've got no way out, but you do. You got there's plenty of options. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, that was my um, mental battle when I was well, back then. Anyway. Yeah. But now, like I said, I use them as a benchmark. Yeah. What will pops be doing if I'm fucking tired on the first run? Because he was a hard bugger too, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he was a good, he, he was the bench bugger. Fuck, he was tough yeah. when he needed to be. And that's, I think, and that's that's where we get it wrong sometimes. Like, with the mental health thing, you can be, you need to be diplomatic. But you also need to be hard in some ways. Yeah. Like, you can't always just be, like, emotionally just get down on the level and go, no, no, you, you know, let it out. Just, you've got time. Sometimes you're just like, I know it sounds right, but sometimes you just go, I say, fuck it, you gotta do it. Yeah. Like when I took myself to counseling, I was like, fuck. Do you really wanna do this? And I was like, oh, fuck it, you gotta do it. Mum said, you gotta do it. Sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and do yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you leave it too long, it's like a fucking you prickle with festers, boom. Yeah. So, yeah. I take it head on, eh, bro? Well, yeah, sometimes that's like, as brash as Alberta can be, his attitude is probably sometimes the best. Yeah. Fuck it. Just get it done. You know, you can be diplomatic. Like like we said, we're all yeah. in that spectrum, you know? Yeah. And you've got to take sort of AJ's approach. Brash head on. Yours, but more diplomatic. Me, I'm sort of in the middle. Yeah. But I can sort of see both. Like, we're all changing. So. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I think is, um, like, bringing it full circle back <laughs> to your sort of uh, the drive and... And why we started, like your your story that you've just shared with us, um, or your experience, bro. I think again um, explains and illustrates that spectrum mm. where um, of you can you can travel along that that spectrum of at one end we've got a you know real I, I guess um, tough gun, you know, like just. And uh, suppress is not the right word, but you know, just show show that you are tough and, and you're a good provider and leader and things like that. But then uh, you can also bring yourself, and if you're humble enough, um, grow even. You can go the next level above that by. And that's what it did, bro. It, it humbled me big time because I was like, "Fuck!" When it hit me, I looked at mum and bro, just boy, you need to go and get help. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck." because mum's word was pretty much telling you truth you know I was yep. like fuck so it's like it's a humbling experience when you get told that sort of stuff bro because it's obviously affecting people around you yep. before it gets too bad and if mum's telling you then fuck especially my mum Jesus so I did want to ask you around um, getting that balance right with knowing when to just get on with it, crack on with it, and when to, um, I guess, process feelings and feel things how they're meant to be and, and taking that time. Like, do you feel that you've sort of um, got to a point where you understand when the right times for you are? Or are you still trying to sort of figure your way through that as well? I think, um, 
for me, I was sort of like, oh, before I bother anybody else with, not my problems, but getting it sorted, I knew I had to sort of have a crack first, and then if I sort of struggle with it, then I could ask, instead of trying to not do it, by, not do it exactly by myself, but do it for myself first, instead of, um yeah, re- oh, not reaching out for it, but like bothering somebody else with it. Yeah. I know that sounds, probably sounds mean and what what other people think it goes against when you're saying, oh, don't bother people because you want them to talk, but sometimes you got to help yourself first before, you know, you can ask for help. I, I think what, you, what you're what you saying there is like, a, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it to you before, but it's it's like a classic male trait. And, and, and this is one thing that I think is different between uh, male and female and how we process things. So, so listen to me here. Uh, a male will um, will try everything because we feel like we're problem solvers. We try and solve the problem. You know, you look at any task that a male or I don't want to put it in box, but yeah, males do. They try and do everything to to fix the problem first, and then once once they've got to that end of it and they haven't solved it yet. That's when they reach out. Yeah, and that's that's what exactly what I was thinking was. That was my reasoning was oh, have a crack at it yourself first, and if you don't come out on top or get the end result, then sort of look for other avenues to sort of help you out. Yeah, yeah, and that's good in the some in some ways, but diff, different strokes for different blokes, blokes I, I, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, I'm sort of a just try and get it done yourself, and then well, I was one of the lucky ones, I guess. I sort of. Took myself here, bit the bullet, and yeah, got help. A lot of people, or a lot of men anyway, but too stubborn, and their pride gets in the way, and they're like, oh, "I don't need help," and that's that's where they get in trouble. Whereas I was sort of like, "Oh, I don't want to bother my parents, my family," so I was just like, "Fuck it, misses, I'll just go and get it done." Yeah, and that's what I did. And like I said, not everyone's the same, but sometimes, like, yeah, just got to fucking do it yourself, help yourself first. Yeah. So you mentioned that like it was there was a point where your old lady sort of said after picking you up from an eye on the piss um, and you'd gone, you know, you'd, you'd sort it. of got to a pattern of, of being on the piss and all the time um, where she'd stepped up and said, you know, oh, well, you got, you've got to go and sort it out. Do you think she would have been the only person to be able to tell you that, you know, looking back? or Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Anyone else I'd probably go, nah, don't know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, but Mum's seen me at my best and seen me at my lowest. So she oh. obviously and she's like she's well, I'm her son. She's yeah. brought me up for all these years, so she knows how to this day how I how I react how I when something's going wrong. She knows and you can lie to her well, as much as she can see right through you. Well, yeah. you know, my ladies like she sees a lot yeah. of people to be honest. And that that's what I'm interested in is like, um, what is it about your mum? And you've sort of already answered it. What is it about your mum that she would be the person, like, why is she that person for you or why was she the person that could say that to you and you responded in the way that you did? Just because she's always told me she will never lie to me. Yeah. And, like, she would tell me that I'm, honestly, if I'm being a dick or if I'm, you know, if I'm done well, that's black and white. Before, so for me, that was like, oh, shit, mum never lies, then fuck. Yeah. Something ran true and something's obviously going wrong, so... Yeah, if she yeah. sees something that's not right, so yeah, that rung a bell. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's important as well for like 
or wouldn't you agree or would you agree that if you were wanting to be that supportive person or to be that person for them that um, there's got to be that element of trust um, built I think it's um for you to be for, in order for say if it was going to be me yeah I would need to build up you know some some good trust and that's your mum bro yeah yeah you know yeah you can say like you can have all the trust in the world with all the boys and but it's your mum at the end of the day yeah make you trust her with your life well you know you trust the brothers with your life but you know your mum's never gonna lie to you yeah yeah you know if she sees her boy breaking or there's something wrong with him he's puckeroo you know, she, she's going to come up with something to try and fix it, you know, whether it's kiss, hug, or whatever. Yeah. In that case, it was, boy, you need to go and talk to somebody. Yeah. Because um, I guess she knew that I hadn't talked to her or my family about it. So she said, oh, you need to go talk to someone that you can talk to or find someone that you will actually talk to. Yeah. And that was good because she said it black and white. There was no being around the bush. There was no, yeah. oh, well, boy, you know, um, it was just, fuck, you need to get help, boy, go and talk to someone. Yeah, that's yeah. all she said. Yeah, bro, it was like I was stone cold sober after she did, bro. Fuck, it just shook me. Yeah, hit the turn. I was like, oh fuck. And then I was in pity party by myself, and then <laughs> sitting there going, fuck, you know. And I thought I didn't I wasn't turning the corner. It was sort of just a bit of an eye opener. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's really important, bro, um, to sort of highlight that because I think. Um, just to be that support person for someone as well, is, is there's actually a lot to that rather than just um, rather than I, th- I think reaching out and saying, look, you know, I'm here to talk whenever, but there's got to be the element of trust, trust and respect to be effective, I guess, and that's something that's your mum, sh- you know, your mum was able to demonstrate was that you know she's obviously carried you and looked after you and built that trust. And like you said, it's your mum. Like you don't, you don't disrespect your mum. No, I think everyone, regardless whether you get on with your mum or your parents or whatever, everyone has that one person that they can confide in. Yeah, doesn't have to be your mum or your dad. Mine just happened to be mum. Yeah, yeah, mean. So I think yeah, and if you're, I suppose it's sad to say, but if you're, you don't feel like you have that one person you can trust, then. That is a time you need to start branching out and talking to people before it actually gets a little bit worse and then you start to feel like you have no one because there it is, everyone has somebody. There's always somebody that's willing to listen. Yeah. And if you and if you find that you can trust them, then that's a big thing. Yeah, and, and all challenge, you know, challenges, life just goes up and down anyway. But, I mean, especially if we're, we're talking about sort of um, depression or, or, you know, having... Um, mentally going that way um the black dog so we we would sort of say it in a in a layman's term is is that you don't actually realize it's happening until you're sort of right in the middle of it and and exactly what you said it's making sure that your relationships say yeah you know, like you've Just, got meaningful relationships so that if tough times do come on you know that you can lean on one person, two people, three people, whoever it may be. And the real ones will always stay around. They've seen you at your worst, whether you're a pissed or, you know, you, you've done this or you've done that, regardless of how bad it is. They, the real ones always stay around, and those are the ones you can pretty much confide in and touch with. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's, um, like I said, I think that's, uh, that's a real important part uh, for, for all our listeners and for people to understand, um, which, is, which is great. 
another question I um I sort of wanted to ask, bro, was so you've um you're early on in a relationship with um your now wife. Um talk to us a little bit more around how how you you know what you communicated because it was around that time wasn't it was was it around that time that yeah it was pretty early on in me and Simone's relationship I think like I said I was about six months in and we were sort of just still feel like still honeymoon phasing we're still swag still you know? swag <laughs> trying to like you know trying to keep, get her on lock you know trying to, trying to lock it down but you know and you, and you get and there it is and here it is again bro you're like a, a male with stubborn ego stubborn pride and I, I just said, oh, it's just one of those things that I need to deal with. Like, and I know it sounds mean towards her, but it wasn't. I didn't want to concern her with that. I, I didn't want to see her. And this is another thing. This is where we get the bravado from. Us. I didn't want to see her. I didn't want her to see me as weak. Yeah. Yeah. And open up to her, so I didn't. And like, yeah, I tried. I luck. I was just lucky that I was able to deal with it. Yeah. On my own terms, and like, just I didn't. It wasn't. It, well, I didn't actually mean to keep her in the dark about it. I just I wanted to fix myself. Yeah, yeah. So I could be good for her. I didn't want to be broken. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. I was just like, oh. so tell me, bro. Would you now that you know what you know? Let's rewind back. You know, all those years, uh, same situation. Would you do anything differently within that space now? Like new, new six month relationship. Would you have revealed some things, or had you not learnt yet what you were going through? Tell us a little bit about that, brain, or if you would do anything. Yeah, uh, more likely I couldn't understand <clears throat> what I was feeling, yeah. why I was feeling it. Like, and I think the whole and I like it's repeating, it's repetitive, but hey, is that oh you know, I don't need it. I can just need to harden up. Don't need to cry. Yeah, and then uh, I was just lucky because it could have got me in the shit. Yeah, like yeah. I could have fucking let it fester and let it fester and it could have ended up even worse. Yeah. But if I, yeah. I was just lucky to have mum tell me straight, to be honest. Um, if I could probably do anything better would be to probably build more, like, deeper relationships with friends and families and stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. so you got more support network so you can branch out so you're not always talking to you on a not burden, but you don't want to put it all on the one person. Just because you trust that one person, you, you think you can just unload on them. Yeah. Just to have more than one would be good. Just, you know, hi, different story here. They might have a different story for you. Know? You never know. They might have an idea that you'll take out of what they've said and you can use it to get even better, you know? Yeah. So probably just relationships with them. Deeper, meaningful ones yeah. where you can talk to people on a different level instead of just how's your day, how yeah. you been, that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, to be able to go, oh, I'm actually not feeling well, um, mentally or within myself. That that's probably the hardest question you'd have to, or hardest topic you'd have to, to talk to. Yeah. And if you had many people you could talk to that about, be just like sharing the workload. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's um, and I, I guess I asked that question because even from probably more from experience, well, from experience of of my own sort of relationships. You know, I um, with with the relationship I have now with Jade, you know, like um, I sort of dive straight into it. You know, like pretty much showed her yeah. how 
sort of deep, I guess, to say it, that I, that I, the way that I thought mentally and emotionally straight away. But that's because I had learnt from my previous relationship, you know, and that's that's when I went through um, a tough time and I'd actually learnt yeah. sort of my strengths and some of the weaknesses I, you know, some of the things well, I could Well, you were just comfortable in how, how deep you could get, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, I was, yeah. I was different. I was that typical rugged head where I had to brush it off. Even with past relationships, just... Oh, well, it's done, it's done, just carry on when I never know. It could have hurt me. There could have been some chips off the old block from those ones and damaged goods, you know, so... um, And I think that's what's a really, um, you know, people should really, who are listening to this should really um, feel assured, you know, I I guess around that, that, you know, we're all learning, you know, we're all learning in this game of life and, and... particularly you know for us males sometimes we've never had that example of um you know emotionally or, or mentally what to do it in, in those sort of periods eh? yeah and i don't think it's anyone's fault it's just no it's never been a um life lesson you learn about it's not one of those things where you go oh, right we're gonna learn about mental health now and how to deal yeah. with it it's just you gotta learn with it as it comes to you or if it, if you're lucky enough it if it doesn't, you know. Yeah. So it's part of growing up, though, ain't you? Well, it's growing up, you know. And then, if you're able to talk about it early on, then you imagine when you're older, you can just yeah. you're comfortable. That's a hundred percent right, because sometimes it comes down to circumstances or, or experiences, or you know, what part of life you're going through. You, like you said, some people may not ever go through some challenges, but hopefully they've, they, you know, they've built up some sort of um, consciousness about it. Yeah, and everybody's different. So it's like, like you said, their situations are all different. Mine's you, mine and yours is different. It's just, um, and if you're lucky enough to be in a situation where you felt comfortable as a young kid to be able to talk and open and honestly, some can't do it. Some don't have the time. Yeah, you know they could be looking after brothers and sisters, so they got to be tough. There's no, oh, who wants to listen to me now? You yeah. know. So, well, I've got to admit to you, bro. Um, I mean, we've known each other for what over fifteen. 15 plus years now and I, I've always looked up to you you know because you know you were um, five years five years older but always um, I've I'd always seen you as um, you know and enjoying life and, I, and and I, you're still the same person you know what I mean and and I guess from what I see of you sometimes it's probably not hard but it can be odd to see that there's different levels in you particularly now and and obviously being able to talk about it now like yeah. we, we this this these conversations only come up in the last couple of years eh? yeah well <laughs> we didn't want to talk about it like that before you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't our concern when you know it wasn't didn't really seem relevant to us and that's probably it probably did come up back in the days but we sort of just put a cap on it and said ah you know yeah just hung over or something you know yeah i'm feeling weird might be fucking last week's piss up or something so but i i think i've seen a new even as a person, bro, like when you spoke earlier around when you were, um, and you may not know this either. Well, no, I've never said this to you actually, but you know, like when you said that you were, you know, you went through a dicky stage where you were being an asshole to people and um, and things like that. I, I do, I've seen that growth in you because, you know, even back in those days or earlier, you had this sort of arrogant swagger about you for some reason. And, and again, this was, no, not from me. Fair point, though. This is not from me. This was, you know, people go, oh, you know, 
when I talk to them, oh, you know, that, that's Colsey, my, you know, my mate, and then, you know, other people would say things like that. Yep. Um, but now it's 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 different. You still have that confidence, but for some, yeah, I, I don't know how to put a finger on it, but I mean, I've certainly seen that growth in you, bro, and, you know, just wanted to know if you, that's what you feel as well. I don't know, I, yeah. I just, I guess from this, the whole situation, I'll just be like, yeah, I, like I said, I admit it, arrogance, cockiness, just a, just a need to just not care, try to care about much except for what I wanted to care about. Yeah. And I think um, just once this has come to head, I'm like, well, fuck. Well, my f- grand- I, I put him as the benchmark. Yeah. Yet I'm acting like this. Yeah. Like, is that really, well, would he be proud of that? You know, so that's, so I just... So he's become a, I've tried to live, like I said, I tried to live up to his standards. Yeah. But I don't think I ever did. So I'm trying to correct my path, as you could say. Yeah, 100%. So. 100%. I just, um, I mean, I still struggle with it, bro. And, and that's why I still look at, towards, you know, look up to you in, in periods where you just, you know, the mahi never ends, bro. You're you just a, you know, <laughs> the dictionary um, meaning of it and I um, yeah I sort of lost track of what I was going to say but I, I just um, lucky I can edit this well but with that I think that for me just doing all this is like same again if I wanted something then I've just got to go out and do it yeah like there's no excuses like right I've sorted this situation out right now what's the next thing yeah so <clears> to get better I've just got to keep going and doing things myself for myself and yeah. it's not greed it's not I'm not being selfish people may see it as selfish or whatever but when you it makes you feel good that's why you want to do it yeah and then if you also have a goal in mind then it's even twice as good yeah so you can't yeah I don't knock anyone that goes out there and tries to better their lives or better themselves you know yeah a lot of people get it twisted and that's um why a lot of people out there end up with mental Mental health issues because people just start hating for, for dumb reasons, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at him. He's working two jobs, you know? I get it. Oh, you're greedy, bro. I said, no, I just... I'm not about here to fucking go out and tick up loans and shit like that. I'd rather go out there and earn it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Actually, that's what I was going to comment on, bro, was... So... Arrogance and confidence, bro. Um, I believe... That I look. I've always looked up to you because I, I've never thought you were arrogant. I've always thought you. Were oh, com- I've always thought you were confident, and I think that there's an absolute need for every individual to be confident and have some sort of arrogance about themselves because you've got to believe in yourself first, and that, and that's what I've always. You never get anything <clears throat> anything done if you don't have that little bit of arrogance. You got to have it. Eh? You got to have it. You got to have it. Absolutely. And it's not a. It's not a mentally bad thing. It's just something you've got to have to be able to get something done. And that's what I I, I really wanted to highlight that is, is and and I think that you're a great role model for that, bro. Because I you know you've been a role model for that for me. Because um, it's been trying to you know growing up sort of not cope up Maori, but you know yeah being Maori, we we do need to be humare or humble. Um, and sort of having that confidence or being, you know, stepping into the spotlight happily is, is 
sort of frowned upon, eh? Or, or not frowned upon, but you get mocked. You get mocked by the boys, eh? Yeah, but if you're good at something like that, and that's that's the stigma again, bro. That's like, sweet, you're good at something, you shouldn't try and put a lid on it. Yeah, Because yeah. you never get better at anything until you keep honing your skills. Yeah. And that's, and that's men again, bro. Yeah. Oh, we'll just hit on the brew because he's good at something. Yeah. And then that's when, like, a downward spiral could happen. Oh, fuck, I'm, fuck, I'm so good at this. <coughs> yet I get so much hate. And then they start fucking going downwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that old age-old saying, bro, fucking uplift the brothers, you know? Yeah. And like I said, when we working, bro, I believe, like, fuck, if we win, I win, you know? Yeah. Doesn't matter what we're doing. Get on the May train or whatever. Just keen to help the brothers out. Like, I would do three days mahi for the bros, just, and that will just, that fills my cup, bro, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, and then my granddad was like that too, bro. He just, drink piss, yeah. and mahi as hard as anyone. The old man's the same, the old lady. So, I've got some good role models around me. I just needed to jump back on those fucking straight and narrow, I guess, and yeah. correct myself. But without having mistakes, hey, you don't you you'll never learn those those lessons. Yeah, well, you never get stronger. You never know how to help people later on or get better, you know. And yep. um, hopefully now I can, if I do see someone who's sort of heading down that track, I can sort of give them a little bit of a, not a push, just a nudge in the right direction and say, hey, maybe you could try this or. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. On on a sort of another um, question, bro. What what um you know what would what do you think your mates could have done to support you or to sort of recognise that you were going through a rough patch? Oh, it's it's oh touchy, and I don't like my fucking best of mates. Well, I had like I was I'm lucky to be surrounded by so many good friends. Um. Probably just like you would have just the the drinking. Mm. I think oh, I did used to go and drink drink by myself, but <clears throat> we used to go get laid up. But fuck, I was taken to the next level, and I just maybe if I'm nitpicking, maybe picked up on how bad I was. Yeah, I was getting like like maybe asked oh fuck, cause why are you drinking so much? Why are you getting so fucked up? You yeah. know, like hit me up when I'm sober though. Yeah, yeah, not when I'm on the piss. Like come around home and just go, cause you all good? Well, we just want to sit you down and ask you what your drinking's about. And, you know, and why are you acting like that? Because, yeah, I would have been acting like a dick through that whole period, bro. Trust me. Yeah. I'm not even lying. Can't even lie to myself. But mind you, when, you, when, you, when you're young, you know, you're all about a good time, you know? like. Yeah, but I so think... how you, do you separate... You, yeah, that, that's the tricky part, I guess, eh? I think the getting, <clears throat> like, paralytic, like, every week, like, enjoying a good Sunday beer is good, you know, Barbie, normal stuff, you know, have a few beers with the bros. Not the... Have a few beers with the bros, have a few more beers with the bros, and then hello, you the last one up drinking by yourself. <laughs> you know, and then, I hate to say it, then drive home, you know? Yeah. And then go that way, so. Yeah. I guess the boys just got to the point where they realised, oh, fuck, the bros all about a good time, and they're like, ah, you know, all good. But I don't blame my mates for any of that. No. You know, that's not their fault. Like, everyone can blame. And don't take this the wrong way, Fano, but if you've had anyone out there, don't take it the wrong way. Um, it's not, you can't blame anyone else for how mentally someone is broken. Yeah. That's on them first, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the, the type of honesty we need to sort of understand is 
everyone says, oh yeah, we were always here to talk, and he should have opened up, but who was the one that was already broken, you know? Mm. And then I was, I was, I was one of those fellas. Like I didn't say nothing. Mm. I just mm. brushed it off. Nah, I didn't need a fucking hand. But if I had done it and talked to my mates about it, then I might have come out better off. It got, got better quicker. Mm. Mm. You know. And I and, and on the other, on the flip side, I just probably didn't want to bother my mates with it. Yeah. I was too cool to get that sort of looked at me. I don't want to get looked at like that. Oh, bro, the fucking bro's lost the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the bro's. It's turned a bit fucking weird, you know? Yeah. But no, it's not nothing weird. And um, I should have, because I, I love my mates. and I'm sure they would have helped me out. So, it's, yeah, just taking that from that. If I had opened up to everybody that was around me, you know, that I trusted, then I probably would have been better off. Yeah. I was just one of the luckier ones to sort of come out the other side because I went out there and did it myself. Yeah, 100%. Oh, first up, not did it by myself, but. Yep. Stuff got what I needed to do done. I I get that though. I I get that, and I, I was in a similar situation when you when you when you comment on um, why people you know people will say why didn't he or why didn't she come and talk to me? You know, I was always there from personal experience, and and tell me how you you felt is that. When you are in a space where you're not feeling great about things, um, you know, you, that is the last thing you want to be. You already feel vulnerable or, a, you know, let's just put it bluntly, a piece of shit or whatever it is. Like, that's the last thing that you really want to do is reach out. But I guess the messaging that we're trying to say, and which is always encouraged, is that is the point. Yeah. That is the point where... That is most important to reach out. Um, I guess we what we get twisted when we're like, oh yeah, he should have come and talked to me. We're always here to talk. Is why don't we act on it? Yeah, yeah. Like it's all good. <clears throat> it's all good saying fucking. Oh yep, yeah, I'm here to talk. Mm. Well, just fucking go talk to him. Yeah. You know, if you even get a little bit of inkling, it doesn't have to be a a full blown interrogation. Just go around, you know. And people get this whole thing like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking with mental health. Bro, you have a couple of beers, yep. it loosens the brothers up, and it brings whatever. Absolutely. Everybody knows when you get pissed, your feelings come out, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck, we've all had a tongue wet on the piss. Yep. Oh, fuck it, <laughs> Oh, she didn't love me anymore. You know? <laughs> Everyone's, fuck this, you liar if you said you have <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> Trust me, I have. I've had two, so heaps of those emotional moments, bro, just because of the piss. So, if you're going to, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're one of those people that says, oh, you should have talked to me, Go and talk to him, bro. Yeah, yeah. Grab a couple of beers, go around, say, so he doesn't feel attacked or yeah. trapped, you know? Yeah. Just go around there, cars, catch up for Barbie, a few beers, you know? Yeah. And then just fucking make it comfortable for him to talk, and then if he wants to, he'll open up. Yeah. You know? But yeah, a lot of people get it fucking twisted, bro. And it's sad because yeah, we've lost a few of the brothers, so. Mm. Yeah, I just. It's it's okay to say that, but it sort of winds me up at the same time when people go, "Oh, they didn't talk to me, they didn't open up." Yeah. But why don't they open up? Yeah. What did we do? Where's the space? Yeah, bro. Like, maybe they don't feel comfortable opening up. Why are they not opening up? Yeah. Look at ourselves if we're the ones saying that, you yeah. know? Yeah. If we want people to fucking open up, let's make it comfortable for them, like so they want to come talk. Breach, bro. Do they Breach. not trust you, or why? Look at yourself first, you know. Absolutely. Don't be the guy preaching and oh, he didn't come and talk to me. Yeah. 
we'll fucking go and talk to them. Yeah. Like you said, we don't have to take responsibility for how they're feeling, but, you know, like you said, it's it's ac- putting Be action. Be proactive about being it, bro. action, eh? Yeah. Action. I 100% agree. 100%. And I, I, know I love that everybody's on the co-popper now of telling us, like, everybody, not just males, but, you know, we, we're losing the brothers like that, so... Yeah. I get I get that yeah, they need to speak up. Yeah, and we say that too, but this is our way of trying to incorporate that into what we're doing here. Yeah. Is to make a space for people that they, you know, can be vulnerable and mm. open up. So And learn how to be vulnerable and understand that there's fucking other people that are going through bro. through that exact same process. Exactly, eh? bro, and then and that's what we're here. So if we can help somebody get through what all three of us have gone through like on the last putties then we're winning like with little steps, bro. Yeah. It's one step back from that edge, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, that, don't talk about that. It grinds my gears. <laughs> oh, he should have. He should have talked to me. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to fucking talk to you. So. Well, I mean, um, we'll um, we'll yep. wrap it up uh, now. But um, I did want to add in because I'll be able to edit it in. Is um, when we talk about that that space. And when I talk about the differences between males and females, so males, as you said, will try and find the solution themselves. It's like when I open up uh, a cap, you know, a drawer, when I'm opening up the, the girls' drawer set, you know, I'll read the instructions, and but if, you know, I will do everything to try and figure it out. Whereas... Do you want, do you want hand love? No, 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 I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, bro. Whereas women, females... They love to vent. They love it. They they absolutely they you know they will they just celebrate telling expressing their feelings, and that's the difference is that they don't want the solutions at the end of their venting. They just want you to sit there and be oh okay oh that must suck sort of thing, and I find that so hard as a male to not give solutions because they just want us to listen. And we're, you know, whereas when a guy, when a guy comes to you, he's tried, or well, one of the boys have come to you, he's tried everything that he's he can, he knows he's to fix the problem. Every avenue, he yeah, can. yeah. So he's coming to you to. But you don't uh, have to have the answer straight away, but just know. And the weird thing is, the brothers don't say anything. They just, you'll, they'll just turn up, and you're like, "You right, cuz? You all good, bro?" And that's the convo. Yeah. To you actually accidentally sort of like like run over the topic or something oh yeah by the way yeah instead of just going cuz this is how i'm feeling i'm gonna vent yeah but with the brothers you gotta you gotta beat around the bush about 20 <laughs> times just before you get to it cuz he oh that's right that rings a bell bro you wouldn't believe it bro that line that wouldn't believe it you wouldn't believe it bro but um yeah yeah Trumfano. sorry about the yada yada fano but yeah just like we said, sharing our stories and, and don't worry, I am here. I'm just sitting back listening. <laughs> just battles that, yeah. If you can sort of, um, how do you say? If you're going through the same shit that I did, then you might take something out of us. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's the, that's the real key thing is like sharing our stories or and, and sharing and other people we'll get other people onto the the party as well. And just so um, you know, there's there's some connection there around actually. If there are people feeling isolated or, or um, lost or, or maybe a little bit confused, I mean, I know I go up and down that spectrum every now and again, but, you know, it's it's a real thing, you know, and we're all ordinary people. 
Um, and we're all capable of extraordinary things, but we sometimes we need to slow down a bit. And but there's, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with losing battles every now and then, as mm. long as the outcome you get to win the war. Mm. You know, a mentality, bro. You know, my man's back. He's back. Yeah. He's, He's back. back. But you gotta lose battles to win wars. Nice. Nice shit. So you know, but there are sometimes the biggest battle is yourself. You know. Yeah. Oh, solid, bro. Shot my bro. Yes, yeah, so that's me. And like I said, I always just use it as motivation now. It's uh, I can turn into a positive thing. So. Yeah. Every now and then, I just like to have a cry just because I know where to vent out and go up there and sit there and have a beer and just me. And then reset and go again. Crying's good for you because I actually read that oh, somewhere. Like, just sitting there. It's not so much a cry, just a couple of tears, just looking out the window, bro, and at the stars. Yeah. There's nothing fuck that's good, bro. I just taught myself that's that's my trigger, that's my the way of not emptying the cup but filling it. Uh. Or just releasing it so I can fill it up in normal. But yeah, and then I'm reset and good to go. I leave there happy yeah. thoughts. So now I'm embrace. Thanks for that. Thanks for sitting and listen. Listening. Thank you, brother. So yeah, other than that, Fano, thanks for listening and I hope I didn't bore you. But like we said, if you are struggling with anything like I've been, or like I went through, then we're happy to help. There's always an air or a hug or hungy or whatever you want. Don't ask for too much today. <laughs> we're not that well known at the moment, so um, yeah, hungy in the handshake is probably all we got at the moment. So. Other than that, yeah. Thank you all. Set it off on him, yeah, we about to set it right. Hey, hey.